Hello, and welcome back to the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. This show exists to connect Black, Brown, and Indigenous women who are interested in sustainability. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate each other. From gardening, to thrifting, to minimalism, to veganism, and everywhere in between. We are all on a journey to taking care of our bodies and our planet. I'm your host, Ariel Green. It's officially Plastic Free July, the month in which we try to drastically reduce our plastic waste. I'm doing this week's episode solo to talk about some ways in which we can all reduce our plastic use, even during a pandemic. But also, I want to emphasize that there is a pandemic underway, so it's important to be gentle with yourself because you may not have access to certain things, such as bulk shopping, due to sanitary requirements of grocery stores. However, there are lasting changes that we can make this month that can permanently reduce our plastic waste. Also remember that being able to participate in Plastic Free July is a privilege. Many people from Black, Brown, and Indigenous communities don't have access to sustainable options, and people with limited financial resources may not be able to make sustainable choices. Or, on the other hand, they may live sustainably out of necessity, not choice. So I recognize my privilege when choosing to participate in Plastic Free July, and I understand that not everyone has the resources to make the same choices. With that being said, what is Plastic Free July? Well, it's an initiative that was started by the Plastic Free Foundation that began in 2011 to work towards a vision of seeing a world free of plastic. On their website, plasticfreejuly.org, there are quizzes, resources, and ideas to reduce your plastic waste. I think Plastic Free July is a great challenge if you're new to the sustainability movement or just starting on your journey because it's a great opportunity to learn about your plastic use or waste habits and make some beneficial swaps. It's kind of like quitting plastic cold turkey. So you get a really raw look at the plastic that you're using and trying to survive without it. Last year, when I participated in Plastic Free July for the first time, I was only three or four months into my intentional sustainable journey. So I had a lot of room for improvement. So let's talk about some of the changes that you can make to reduce your plastic waste. One of the first things that many people would suggest doing is a trash audit. This topic has come up a few times on this podcast because it's a really important first step. Doing a trash audit allows you to see up close and dirty what types of things you're throwing away. And from there, you can make notes on what changes you can make to reduce that waste. For me, it was a lot of takeout containers and food packaging. So last year for Plastic Free July, I made the goal to not eat out and to drastically reduce the food that I bought in plastic. I went without buying my favorite cranberry juice, yogurt, frozen fruit, and pretty much any snacks. And since I'm not vegan, I also wanted to challenge myself to buy meat and cheese package free. 
So I brought reusable food storage bags to the grocery store and asked the person behind the meat counter to put a pound of salmon in the bags. And much to my surprise, they had no problem with it. Full disclosure, I never did that again after July. And doing something like that may not go over as well this year during a health pandemic, but it was a great learning experience to see that people and businesses can be accommodating when it comes to asking for eco-friendly options. And that made me a lot less shy when asking for things out of the ordinary. I think that for Plastic Free July, you should come up with a list of goals that you want to achieve so that you can kind of have an idea of what you're going to focus on and you won't be overwhelmed with all of the different things that you can be doing because there's so many ways to reduce your plastic, but it can be overwhelming to try to do it all at once. This year, I wouldn't worry too much about reducing plastic waste in the food area unless you have wide access to places to buy food and other supplies in bulk, or you want to make a lot of things from scratch. Otherwise, it can be difficult to make long-term changes and you just end up being overwhelmed and you may want to quit after, you know, having a few failures. So I think the best thing to do is to make a few goals of what you want to focus on, the areas in which you want to reduce your plastic, perhaps in certain areas of your home, like the bathroom or the kitchen. That way you won't be overwhelmed by trying to do everything. So let's talk about some plastic-free swaps that can be made to help reduce your waste long-term. At the grocery store, we should always remember to bring our reusable bags. By refusing plastic bags, you can save around 500 plastic bags per year from entering our oceans and landfills. Also, you can use reusable produce bags to avoid the plastic ones at the store. And if you haven't already, let's finally ditch the plastic beverage bottles by using a reusable bottle. I know this is so basic, but it's such an easy swap to make and it can make a really big difference long-term. For pretty much my whole life, I only drink bottled water. I could not stand the taste of tap water. So during last year's Plastic Free July, I bought a Brita water filter and stopped drinking bottled water. Now I didn't buy the highest end filter, so there was still a little bit of tap water taste, which I have to mask with a few drops of lemon juice. And the reusable bottle isn't just for water. If you drink coffee, you can take it to the coffee shops. However, I'm not quite sure what the policies are regarding using your reusable bottles at coffee shops or gas stations or restaurants. So um, if it's not possible for you to get your water bottle refilled, you should opt for drinks in a can or drinks in a glass. And by all means, please don't dehydrate yourself just to avoid plastic. At the end of the day, your health is priority. The kitchen is probably my favorite place to find new ways to reduce waste because there are so many great plastic alternatives. For example, 
you can use reusable food storage bags rather than disposable ones. Like I mentioned earlier, I took mine to the grocery store to get filled with food. Um, also, you can, you know, put like snacks and stuff in it. I have a set that can be vacuum sealed. So in addition to storing snacks and fruit in them, I can also freeze things in them. So instead of always buying plastic bags of frozen fruit from the grocery store, I can buy fresh fruit, cut it up and freeze it for myself. It's actually a lot cheaper than buying the pre-frozen fruits. And also, you know that it's organic or it came locally from, you know, the farmer's market or wherever you buy your fruit from, you kind of have more control over that. And rather than using plastic wrap, I made the switch to stretchy silicone bowl covers. I did try the beeswax wrap, but it did not work for me. I don't know if it was like if I bought a cheap brand or something, but I wasn't a fan of that. However, with the combo of the food storage bags and the silicone bowl covers, I feel like all of my like kitchen storage needs are taken care of. For dishwashing, try using a bar dish soap rather than liquid dish soap that comes in a plastic bottle. Most grocery stores carry Castile soap, which is a great multi-purpose cleaner. As you know, so many things come wrapped in plastic. So take a look at what types of items you can use that can be replaced to reduce your waste. For instance, paper towels often come wrapped in plastic. So instead of using paper towels, you can switch to reusable cloth napkins or rags for cleaning. And if you're a coffee drinker, try switching to reusable coffee filters. If you're a tea drinker, try buying loose leaf tea from a local company. These are all small things that can really add up to the waste that you're creating in your kitchen. There are so many possibilities when it comes to making swaps in the kitchen. And when you're doing your trash audit, you'll be able to see where you produce the most waste and can make adjustments from there. And please keep in mind that you don't need to go out and buy all new things. See what you can reuse that you already have, or maybe you can upcycle something to, you know, make it into something else useful. And in some cases, you may even be able to go without certain items altogether. The bathroom is another fun place to make plastic-free changes. A simple swap would be to use a bar of soap rather than body wash that comes in a plastic bottle. I've found some really good bar soaps from farmer's markets, and there's also so many people selling them online, both large companies and indie sellers. If you shave often with disposable razors, you can buy a metal razor that can last four years. And also, ditch the shaving cream and just use the bar soap that you're using to clean your body. Bamboo toothbrushes have become mainstream over the past few years and are a great alternative to plastic toothbrushes. Now, when choosing a bamboo toothbrush, make sure that the bristles are not plastic. Like most things, not all brands are created equal, so make sure you're choosing a brand that is actually sustainable. You can also try toothpaste tabs, plastic-free floss, or a water pick. 
shampoo and conditioner bars, or bamboo toilet paper that's not wrapped in plastic. One of my favorite swaps that I made in the bathroom is cloth cotton rounds. I bought a set of 10 or 15 on Etsy, and it's something that I use multiple times a day to clean and moisturize my face, to remove nail polish and makeup, and like just pretty much anything. You just wash them and reuse them, and I love it so much. I'm sure we've all noticed that a lot of bathroom and beauty products come in plastic bottles. So when you're transitioning to a low-waste lifestyle, it can be tempting to just throw out all of your plastic and start over. But before you do that, just make sure you use up everything that you can first. And again, you don't need to buy all new things. See what can be reused or repurposed. It doesn't have to look perfect. It just needs to work for you. Now, for those of us with periods, there are so many plastic-free options to help you manage your period. I've been using a menstrual cup for about three years, and I can't imagine ever going back to tampons. There are also period panties and reusable cloth pads. And if you don't want to go the reusable route, there are several companies that make tampons and pads in plastic-free packaging. Those are just a few swaps that can be made during Plastic Free July and beyond. It's definitely not a comprehensive list, but it's a good place to start. And as you are doing your trash audit and really taking a closer look at places in your life that could benefit from Plastic Free alternatives, you can continue to make changes over time. Keep in mind that this is not a race to be plastic free, it's a journey and you can only do what you can do. At the end of the day, the responsibility of plastic waste does not fall solely on us as consumers. The bulk of the damage is done by large corporations. We must remember that where we choose to spend our money and the companies we support can make a difference. But we can also reach out to businesses that we can't or don't necessarily want to boycott to let them know the changes that we would like to see. They do listen. So while we're looking for ways to reduce our plastic waste, let's also commit to sending at least one email to a company or restaurant or brand that we would like to see changes from to hopefully encourage them to take action as well. Well, that's it for this week's episode. If you aren't already following Sustainable Brown Girl on Instagram, be sure to join us over there because during the month of July, we're sharing plastic-free tips and highlighting women of color who are participating in the Plastic-Free July Challenge. Thank you so much for listening to this Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share it if you loved it and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram at Sustainable Brown Girl and check out our Facebook community. We would love to have you there. Until next time, let's continue to make healthy choices for the health of our planet and the health of our bodies. Thanks for listening.